Oh, hey, I'm Don Bowles, and you are currently raving and or rocking with the Wastoids. Content warning. This episode features discussion about suicidal ideation. Listener discretion is advised. Questions from the 1877 Waste Stories hotline. Gospel click. Yo, Fish Knock, what's good? I'm here to ask you out of everyone you worked with, who do you think was your favorite person to work with? And, like, is there anyone you want to work with in the future? Anyone you're looking forward to making collaborations with, bro? Have a nice day. Let's go. I gotta say, my favorite person to work with was Lil Peep. That guy was, not only, you know, we were good friends, so it was a lot of fun being in the studio with him. And, you know, like, he hyped me up a lot and he gave me a lot of confidence. So when we actually got down to it, it was really fun. He could really make a song first or second take. Like, he would hear a melody and he'd go in and, and just hit it. And, you know, I, I know <laughs> lots of people do that, but like, this was, it was something else. Like, some of your favorite peeps up that you heard, that man did not think about it, just whew, Flew out of him. This is fun to work with him too. Uh, one time I accidentally drank his Molly water bottle at the studio and ended up like geeking really tough. He's <laughs> funny. I feel like on the big tier, I would want to work with Uzi. Um, I just feel like me and him have similar ideas and some of his like rock beats from the pink tape. I, in my head, I was like, oh, I was making these like this in 2018. I wish. Oh, and no shade at all, just like, I like work with Uzi, I think that'd be really cool. You like barbecue sauce, man. I like barbecue sauce, but then I also like ranch, so I don't know. I'm just wondering what's like your favorite type of sauce. Bye. Um, well, shit, I do like barbecue sauce. I feel like I want to know more about barbecue sauce. You know, people who are into barbecue and barbecue sauce are always like, this man looks like he's got his own barbecue sauce. Like, you see a guy who looks like an uncle or some shit. I also like campfire sauce and like mayo-based aioli type shit. I really like sauces though. I'm getting pretty good at making them too when I cook at home. Putting together different types of soy sauce and vinegar and other types of things. Yeah, you could say my house is a sauce household. Hi, I know this might be a basic question, but what inspired you to make music? Who inspired you and like, why, why did you want to make music? Thank you. So the question was, um, what inspired me to make music? I just wanted to say it's not a basic question, it's a really cool question, it's one of the deepest questions there is. 
I think I was inspired because I was a social pariah and I thought like rock music and punk music was so cool and like expressed the angst that I felt and the anger that I felt and that maybe if I played that stuff then like people would like me and I would have something to say to people or like not to say I could do something. So I, I dove into guitar um, and I was really inspired by when I was first starting music, this is in 2004, I was 12 and I got an acoustic guitar. It was my mom, she gave it to me. I was listening to mostly like the radio. Um, I didn't have, I had a few CDs that my parents had bought me, but, and I could listen to, I had a limited amount of computer time and there was no YouTube. So I would listen to music on Yahoo Music, which had a lot of cool stuff. So I was listening to that, I was listening to the post-grunge rock radio in Seattle in the, two, the early 2000s was stuff like a lot of Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, and the, and the bad, you know, the butt rock, stuff like Nickelback, um, which I like. Uh, I really wanted to be a rocker. I really wanted to be a rocker. I wanted to play drums. My parents said it was too loud, so I wanted to play bass. And then my parents were like, oh, well, you should really play guitar. So I ended up playing guitar. Um, yeah, and like being in a band came years later. I wanted to be in a band the whole time, but only in uh, the second year of high school did I figure out how to do that. I just wanted to rock out. And to fit in, excuse me, I don't want to sound pretentious, I desperately wanted to fit in. Yo, what it is? It's your boy Andrew. Uh, I like your music, man. I was wondering, um, I'm from Hawaii, the, the God scene isn't that big that I know of, like, you just got like EDM and shit, but that shit, it's trash, I, our, our music is trash, so if you bring that, I don't know, just <clears throat> show us, bring the scene over to Hawaii, trying to get the words up, that would be awesome bro, alright, what's your call, fish narc, hello, thank you. <laughs> Dude, Hawaii is so cool. I would love to come out there. Um, my friend Adam uh, sings in the hardcore punk band Gag, and we were talking about doing a Gag Fishnark one-off show in Hawaii at like a skate park or a venue or some shit. I really want to play there. I remember reading about Fugazi playing Hawaii and being like one of the last states they played. They played all 50 states, and feeling like, damn, that's such a such an accomplishment. So. Uh, I know what you mean, sometimes it feels like the stuff you like just is nowhere around you, but hold on, stay strong, we're gonna bring it to Hawaii. Um, what makes you get out of bed in the morning? Like, why do you keep going? What do you, what keeps you going? Like, what, what, do, what why do you sit here and keep doing what you do, like, every single day? Like, what's the reason, like? I'm about ready to just fucking kill myself, so like, I don't get it, really. It's not much to look up to in this life, so, thank you. I, I know what you mean. I have felt that way as recently as this week, and suicidal ideation types of thoughts you get, it can become a real sticky place in your mind. A lot of trauma, you know, forms these deep pathways in your brain, and then it, your brain starts to feed any intense 
input into this channel that makes you feel as devastated as possible and just want you to know like there's hope and like that's that, it, as fucked up as it seems like that's what keeps me going even when I do feel like I want to give up right now and I want to leave earth today I try to just get myself to bed so I can wake up the next day and eat a, eat a breakfast and do try to build a life that feels worth living to try to make something that is gonna keep me from feeling like I want to die and I've been working on it in therapy to build a life worth living is one of my goals and many people I think who would be calling here probably I don't know would think that a musician would be fulfilled by doing it for their career and, and in many ways it is extremely fulfilling but I'm also filled with this intense existential dread and doubt for the future and, and sadness at the things that I can't change and at the injustice of the world and how powerful the forces of evil seem to be but I'm also curious and the curiosity drives me to try new things like to learn about plants or mushrooms for me has given me a space outside of my identity in consumer capitalism and my role as a cultural producer for my job. I get to just go and learn something and see it as it occurs, understand its place in the, in the world and, and try to better understand my own, you know, that's less defined by human ideas and culture. And that's just me. I feel like when you feel like there's nothing worth living for, it's almost impossible to, to just oh, I'm gonna try X, Y, or Z, because that'll make me feel good. Like, that's bullshit. And like, anybody who's really depressed knows it's bullshit. Because when you feel that way, there's truly, it's almost like, for me at least, I'm inconsolable. And I have to change my physical status to, to like, experience a new emotional template. And I think a lot of the times I used to do that with drugs. Um, and trying to figure out how to do that without drugs has been really hard. And, I haven't been using for four years, but I'm and I'm in therapy for two, and I still really haven't figured fully how to get control of my body, get control of my emotions in those moments of extreme emotional intensity of despair, suicidal ideation. Um, but you know, physically, what my therapist has told me um, is that emotions happen inside the body. So to take care of have I eaten enough? Am I eating at the right intervals and getting nutrition? Have I gotten any exercise or fresh air? Like, what are some things I can do to improve this moment that I cannot feel good in? Like, is there anything I can make it slightly better? To just get agency over those feelings that seem to dominate and to go from there. Um, I want you to give yourself a lot of love and kindness and to, I want to validate how fucked up it feels and like what you just said in the message I want to validate you because I know how that feels I wouldn't patronize you to say oh it's gonna everything's gonna be all right like but I can tell you that there are things that can make your life feel worth living and things that can bring you more joy and less despair and I just I'm rooting for you. I want you to find those things because it's still really hard for me too, but I'm, I'm looking for those things and I have hope 
that I can build a life that feels worth living, where I feel fulfilled and like I wanna be here all the time. But I'm sending you love. Uh, hey, Fishmark, uh, this is Richard. Uh, I have been listening to you since I was about 13. Uh, kind of crazy to be able to ask this question. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm an aspiring artist myself. And, you know, my question basically is uh, to you, in your beginnings, um, you know, what did you do um, if you had to deal with this? Uh, overcome, uh, you know, not putting something out there uh, because you're worried about it, uh, you know, not being good enough or, um, you know, it not being uh, the best that you think it can be uh, in your eyes as the artist, you know, but what are some ways or some things to that? Um, thank you, much love is appreciated to you and all the Boy Click and everyone out there. Thank you for listening all those years. That's really, that's hella cool and I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I can speak on this for sure. It's, you know, when I first started doing music, there wasn't the same culture of sharing, creating, you know, digital files and sharing them online wasn't as much of a thing. Uh, there was definitely DAWs at the time, but uh, the cultural situation I was in was more of a band and live performance-based one. So as a young teenager, I aspired to be in a DIY band and play house shows, art galleries, whatever, because that was a cool thing to me. So I was really focused on writing songs that would go up live, that had a lot of energy and make people dance and move. Um, and I really only got into the recording part. Recording was really expensive and you had to hire somebody. And I only made a few records and played hundreds of shows when I was a kid. Uh, when recording started to be a thing, that's when this type of doubt, you know, that I would experience that you're talking about, you know, began to happen because as you are making everything yourself, you can also, there's infinite possibilities, infinite versions of it. And, you know, how can you be so sure that the one you're currently sitting on is the one you want to share is the best one? And what I would say to that is, don't be concerned with the quantum best version of your song. Get it where you like it and drop that shit real quick. Don't worry too much about what people are gonna say because you, Lil B said you, you're not a real artist so you made a thousand songs. And I think it's hyperbolic, but I also agree, you gotta just put stuff out. You have to put shit out, you have to do it, and you learn from dropping. It's weird, it's, it will sound different to your ear once you can't edit it again. It's even if you're like listening in your workstation on the computer, if you export it and listen in iTunes, it's gonna sound different. It's something psychic and something sonic. So I would encourage you to not dismiss your fear, respect it, but sidestep that shit. If you got something cool, drop it. Move on to the next thing, keep going. A lot of people ask me how to get your foot in the door and for me it was always about community and all of my work has been situated in a community pretty much before I ever really got anyone else listening to it. So I was always trying to work with people, trying to go to their shows, play the shows, like become a fixture in that scene myself. And from there, like that's how stuff like Drax House and then GBC initially gained momentum because we knew each other and we knew what we were doing and we fucked with each other all the time and played shows together in mostly Texas, Arizona, California, and Seattle. 
Um, but yeah, look for the look for the people that you think of as your peers and start reaching out to them. Fish Narc's Fruiting Body is now available on Bandcamp. For more podcasts and videos, visit wastelids.com.